0: Alright, I'm doing this podcast because I just want to document and talk about myself and, you know, this is not necessarily a normal episode of my podcast, but I have things in my mind and normally I would call a friend to talk about these things and to put these ideas across, but I'm going to talk about it here and document my journey. So, This past Saturday, I attended an online seminar that talked about how producers can get their stuff out there, you know, synced and licensed. Now, uh, the presentation was very good, and the funny thing was, was that this guy told me about a lot of the websites and companies I already knew about, and more than a couple years ago, maybe about four or five years ago, I started to submit music to these companies. However, my mindset wasn't right. Uh, And the reason I say that is because the sites that this guy talked about, I was like, I knew about all of them. I knew about all of them. And I'm like, oh my God, are you serious? Because I was hoping it was going to be something else other than these sites. Other than Taxi. Other than Song Trader. Other than crucial, you know, uh, my cousin told me about a lot of these companies, and I learned about some of them on my own. And the hardest part is when you're an artist, especially when you don't have experience in this game, is that when your song gets rejected, you don't hear nothing about it, and then you couple that on top of dealing with people in real life in the city and all that stuff, you just think, you just don't really believe that it can happen for you. You don't really. You try but the belief isn't strong enough to keep trying. You try and you fail and if no one's there to tell you to keep trying or if you don't know to keep trying on your own, you won't keep doing it. And so for a long time, it's been on my mind to get I gotta get back in it but I never really dove back in or recommitted or made an active commitment because I was so concerned about getting placements in the traditional fashion, like with an artist or you know something like that, get a placement with an artist or get these labels. I was actually getting ready to start hitting these studios. And that's something else I didn't follow through was going to these studios to network and book mentorship or something and figure out what else do I need to do? What do I need to do? What do I need to do? do, need to do? And so when I saw this guy on Instagram, I was like, okay, I'll buy it, I'll take a risk. Now, keep in mind, I've had bad experiences with people talking about they're offering information for pay. Like, for instance, I know a pretty successful YouTuber, and um, he had a sell Music Online Masterclass, and I said something that bothered him because he never responded to anything I ever posted on my stories. And long story short, the conversation turned out to where I guess I'm a skeptic, and he didn't need skeptics in his uh, team or around him. And I'm like, well, stop upselling me on information. Because every time I would ask this person a question about the things I wanted to know to advance my career, uh, it was an upsell of almost $2,000. And to be honest, yeah, I, I wasn't ready to pay for an upsell. And plus I, put, I paid a pretty good premium to be in a class anyway. Long story short, I got kicked out, got my money funded, refunded back to me. Here I am back on square one. And at that point, I knew that the world was bigger than this person. But when you're still on the outside trying to find your foothold and success in the music industry as a whole, sometimes a person spouting all these half answers to the questions you have, it seems like they got the, the, the sauce or secret information that you need to push forward. So fast forward to last weekend, this guy is talking about these courses he's not, he's not even fluff. He's not even on that fluffy salesmanship stuff. And he's not even a producer himself. He's a consultant. I was like, okay, I'll buy. Because, and the good thing is, is that one of the lessons I learned from that is that not everybody who has a seminar information like this you will get the same experience. Even though I was concerned that I was gonna get a similar experience where we're gonna get questions answered and there's gonna be upsell involved and all that, but you didn't upsell hard, which I appreciated that because I already paid money to be part of the seminar to learn this information, part of which I already knew. So that was a confirmation that I need to come back to that pursuit and stick with it no matter how hard it is or how many rejections I get and even the cost. Because it costs to submit music. It costs to to put money towards something at this level. And I'm not even going to go there and say oh I should be passes. But at this level where you're trying to get on and you're trying to get into the game. It costs. There's an inherent value here. And I took an issue with that. And on top of that. When I first started messing with singing music, I didn't really have much money. I think my sister gave me some cash to help me get in the taxi uh, one time. So, you know, you're dealing with that initial cost and shock. And after a while, without the experience of dealing with a lot of rejections in that field, and then not really giving much information on how to improve, it can be a hard sell to keep pursuing that at that experience level. But then I go back to my running experience. About running for a year. Now I can run three miles. No problem. And I can do it in good time. And the only reason I probably wouldn't be doing it faster. Is probably because of my weight. Probably because of my sciatica issues. And all that stuff. But. Now I'm recommitting. This year. From May 1st. Of 2021 to May 22. I'm going to be pursuing music licensing. I'm going to be throwing a lot more energy at that. I'm gonna keep putting beats on Beat Stars. Continue, continue doing my YouTube content. Continue going out. <laughs> continue this weight loss journey. And I got some work to do. And, and you know, it's, it's tough because I'm on the way to a job. And this is the job that pays the bills. But the dream is that my music, pays the bills. And it is my dreams and hopes that one day that I land a license that enables me to pay rent. <laughs> pay rent for a year and some change, man. You know, that would be amazing. If I, like, landed a uh, $100,000 placement, right? 100000 Do you know how, how much I'd be feeling myself if I landed a $100,000 placement? That would be I would find a cheap place. If I got that check for $100,000, I would find a cheap place, quit my job, and pursue music every day, full-time. Like, every day would be about music, 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 music. I I would set it up so I could do that for at least two years. Two years, just music, 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 and then six months to go find a job if it doesn't happen, which... It's not the way to think because you don't want to think that there's a plan B. But two years. Like I said, I landed a hundred thousand dollar placement. I will I would stay in Atlanta because it's a little bit it's less expensive than uh it's less expensive than LA, but more expensive than Flint. And I would do that. You know what though? I would even live in Flint. If I if I had a career that was yielding (laughs) shoot enough money for me to live off music alone I will live in Flint because at that point the dream is there and the money will be there to travel anywhere there's an airport still in Flint and if the airport shuts down in Flint there's still the airport in Detroit and I don't think the airport in Detroit is going to shut down anytime soon and it's not a bad drive to get to Detroit but that is those are the thoughts that go in my head now yeah, the truth of the matter is, is that, you know, I would kind of listen to my cousin and me and him both had our thoughts about different platforms and it's like, ah, this is probably bogus. It's, you know, I mean, you feel that way because you're trying to rationalize why it isn't working. Now, me and my cousin, we do different styles of music. Mine kind of more of that mainstream style, but I didn't, I didn't stick with it like how I should. In retrospect, I didn't stick with it like how I should. I was a little I was skeptical about paying the money towards for submissions or anything like that. And I didn't stick with it. Now, one thing that running taught me, and I'm glad that I started running again and I stuck with it for a year, because that shows me that if you can stick with something, even when it sucked, you can get better at it, you can get more proficient at it. Now, there were plenty of times where I did a a run and it sucked. I mean, really bad runs. Like I remember running during the winter time and my lungs burning and I'm like running it slow, but I had it in my heart to stick with it. Or even when it was nicer and I was still learning how to run. And I would have these these runs that were really bad and I didn't do very well. And I was very discouraged, but I kept doing it. But there'd be times where I would run really slower times and I didn't feel good about it and I have to take that same experience and apply it to, uh, I have to apply it to music licensing and music syncing. And unfortunately they these are platforms that are online so I don't have a person in front of me, but I think that as I keep scratching at this, just like how when I scratched that things to get to full sale in the first place, if I keep scratching at this direction to go in, you know, at this pursuit, I believe I'm going to get somewhere, and I believe I'm going to get somewhere this time, not because I'm a better producer and artist now than I was then, but that my mentality is is different now. Now I expect to suffer. Now I, I embrace the suffering. Now I embrace the failures. Now I embrace the silence that sometimes comes out when you send your work, and, and, and you don't hear any back, or it gets rejected, and you just spent money to submit this music and you just submitted money to submit this music, and, and you're dealing with the rejection. But the thing is, is that not... The problem is, when you're first starting out, you think that every experience following... Every experience following the first one, especially if it's a negative one, or one didn't go your way, you think that the next experience will be the same. And it's just a natural natural kind of protection that your mind has to protect you from getting hurt, to protect you from getting that disappointment. But the truth is, is that no, not all submissions are going to be the same. Not all songs that you submit are going to be the same. It's, it's not going to be the same experience. And just like with, uh, running all your runs are not going to be the same and all the people offering you information are not going to be the same so yeah you may have had you may have had um, a bad time with someone that you trusted that you trusted would bring results or that you trusted that would help you in your pursuits and then it blows up in your face because you're asking the wrong questions and they don't like the questions that you ask you know that that tends to to happen so with that truth being said i have to remember that each submission mission that i move on for this year and another thing this is not a uh month thing i think that's another thing you got to do is like you got to pursue this stuff for like a year you got to like really stick with it and i think for me i'll trying here and there every now and then to stick with it that's not sticking with it but if you take time to really pursue it you know over and over again you're gonna be in a good place in good shape to really make things work but you have to really stick with it for a year that means you gotta go through the failures that means you have to and not only that but go through it not for one month not two months give yourself a year Give yourself a year and see what happens. A, a active year. Not a year of, oh, I did it for this month and it's on my mind for the next 11 months. No, actively pursuing it, looking it, watching it, meditating it, seeing it happen, seeing it work out, working on music for it, submitting it, saving some money to put aside for these submissions. That's all I got because I don't have people. I don't have people like that. I don't have... I don't have people that have the connections and there's all these kind of frivolous things that are posted on Instagram that kind of drives it to you. Most say, oh, I want to be part of this and I want to be part of that. And no, uh, that's not it. So I recommit to this pursuit. And yeah, it's going to hurt. But I don't want to be looking at today Five years from now, knowing what else to try, and don't do it. Cause I already I'm I'm there now. Cause I know back in 2016, 2017, 2018. So that was a lot of years have gone by where I haven't actively pursued this and knew about it. And uh, I did have issues with having resources, funds, work, day job, all that stuff. All that stuff played a role. So I'm recommitting to this to stick with it for a year, actively, because this year is the last year I'm going to have the space that I'm going to have to work on music. Who I am, it's going to be more difficult to work on it unless I find another place like what I have, and that would be an act of God if that happens. But ain't no telling what will happen. So. We'll see what happens. But one thing I do know is that I'm going to actively look at it. If I can play a video game every day, I can actively look at the scene with the tools I have available and see what I can get out of that and go from there. And I believe something good will happen. All right. So that's the end of this podcast. A little different. I'll see you on the next one.